0: We just be, uh, I've never been in this place, in a place of, uh, like some of our officers that are here, people that have laid their lives down, some that are still serving the community, some that have just started serving their communities. I don't know what it's like, but I just know that in the community of law enforcement, this has been a tough week. If you haven't watched the news or what's going on, there's been a lot of bad things happening in the law enforcement community. And our hearts go out with those men and women and their families. Because what we don't see and what we don't understand is we see the person That may have lost their lives or the the law enforcement officer may have lost their life or laid their life down or their lives have ever been changed but what about the family you don't see the wife or the children I may be getting ahead of myself right now but I just as I was sitting here and I was listening to brother Carlos with the with the prayer it just touched my heart that you guys you know what yes it's great No greater love has a man known than a man would lay down his life, but we only look at the life instead of the whole life and the effect that it's had, not just on the person, but on the people around him. So I just want to just put that in your hearts today before we get into the message, just to let you know that that make sure that we're honoring those that need to be honored. Those that have laid their lives down for all of us, whether you know them or not, just give them some honor. And if you don't know what honor is, we're going to learn a little bit about it today. Amen. 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 Thank you, Tira. Appreciate it. Worship awesome team. Ooh. You make me spiritual. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Now, listen, I want to thank uh, Mayor Lori Wilson. Quiero agradecer a la alcaldesa, Laura Wilson, for partnering with the Building Christian Fellowship in recognizing and honoring our police officers and dispatchers. Uh, por uh, asociarse con uh, the TBCF family, familia para reconocer y honrar a nuestros oficiales de policía y despachadores. I would like also to thank Chief Aaron Ross, Quiero agradecer al. F. F. Chief Ross Roth, for his leadership in the Susun PD and the never-ending task of making our very diverse community a safe place to live in. Amen. El yeah. está haciendo un trabajo tremendo. So if you will with me, please turn to 2 Timothy. We're going to get right into the word of God. Is that okay with you guys? Amen. 2 Timothy. And it reads this, chapter 2, starting with 20 through 22. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay Some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor. Let me read that again. Uh, 21, it says, therefore, if anyone, that's anyone, cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master. Prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lusts. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Amen. Now, one of the things that I believe that this country is missing today is honor. El honor falta en nuestro país hoy. El honor es muy importante. It's just very important. Webster's Dictionary describes honor as this. It's the esteem of others. Estima de los demás. Philippians chapter 2, 3 says this. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem or honor others better than themselves. Are you guys with me? Esteem of others, honoring others. So uh, Webster's Dictionary tells us that honor has to do with esteeming others. That means putting other people higher than ourselves, not looking out for our own good, but looking out for the good of others. It also says that that honor is a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to stay right here because this is a, something that's really heavy on my heart. It's a privilege in privilegio. First Chron- uh, Chronicles says this twenty nine fourteen says this. But who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you. And we give you only what you gave us. What does that mean? Honor is a privilege, not a right. I see I see you guys looking at me right now because one of the things that we look at people and we say to them is, listen, I'll give you honor if you give me honor. This is what we really say. If you want respect, you got to give respect. Well, you know, that's not what the case is. Because if that's the case, then we're going to sit here and look at each other and we're waiting to get respect from somebody. Nobody's ever going to respect the person in front of you because you're not getting what you want. That's not what God said, wants us to do. God basically telling us, if you want to give, give honor from somebody else, you got to give honor to them first. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. Everything that we have comes from God. Yeah, amen. Amen. Everything that we have comes from God. And if God has given us the honor to, to allow us to be a dwelling place of the Holy Spirit, yeah. it is an honor for us to house the Holy Spirit right. which dwells within us. And because we have that honor, then we can also give that same honor to somebody else. Amen. That's good. That's good. Western Diction also says this, that honor is regard with great respect Mostrando respeto. Mark 12 and 31 says this, and the second is like this, namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Do you love your neighbor? And that's what I thought the answer would be. Because half of us don't even know who lives on the right or the left of us. You don't know them by name or anything else. How could you love somebody with not even showing love to them? Number four says this. Honor is to fulfill an obligation or to keep agreement. Manteniendo tu palabra. To fulfill an obligation. Psalms 8 and 34 or 89 and 34 says this. My covenant I will not break, Amen. nor alter the word that has gone out from my lips. Now, this was what David or the psalmist was saying during this time, and this is what God was saying. But if we are Christians and we're supposed to be Christ-like, shouldn't we still be just like Christ and not break our words? Yeah, right. right. Our yeses be yeses and our noes be no. Yeah, so that when I say something, that means I am going to honor what I said I'm going to do. Are you guys with me? So if I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to honor the word. I'm going to honor my commitment. Now, looking back at our scripture at 2 Timothy, it says, but in a great house. What great house is that? The house of the Lord. It is the building Christian fellowship. It goes on and says that there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master. prepared for every good work, not a few works, but every good work. And he says, flee also youthful lust, but pursue, pursue. That means you have to be chasing after. You need to be going after it. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a never-ending chase to go and pursue after righteousness. He says, pursue it. And he says, also, what I want you to do is I want you to pursue faith. I want you to pursue love. I want your pursuit to be peace. With those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart, gold, silver, wood, and clay vessels, gold, silver, wood, and clay. Someone would think that gold and silver are the only honorable vessels that would be used, gold and silver. Most of us wouldn't sit back and, you know, we, we, we'll go out and spend a fortune on a gold necklace. Okay, some of y'all wouldn't. But we'll run and get gold and silver because gold and silver seems to be something that, that is worth a lot of money right now. We got people right now talking about, listen, man, the stock market is dying. So take your money and, and put it into precious metals. But as we're seeing here in the scripture, that it isn't just gold and silver that's precious, but there's also wood and clay. All vessels are made to hold that which will be poured out. If I put water into a vessel, I expect that vessel to eventually pour out water into another vessel or whatever's in that vessel. You guys with me? Let me, let me just... Help you out here. The dishonor doesn't come from what the vessel's made of. The dishonor is when that vessel isn't pouring out what's in it. Let me help you out. Teenagers, family members, and husbands. When you open up the refrigerator and you, you, you already poured you some cereal in your bowl, And then you go into the refrigerator and you go to grab the jug of milk. And you go to pour that milk into your bowl, but then you notice there is a corner of milk left. Can I get an amen from anybody in here? Why wouldn't you just finish up that milk bottle? or go get another one. Okay, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the problem is that that jug, we expected that jug to be full when we needed it. But when we go to get it, it's empty. Are you guys with me? See, what happens is that sometimes when we go into something and we grab... This, this vessel, I don't care if it's gold, I don't care if it's silver, I don't care if it's, if it's clay or if it's wood. It doesn't matter what, what it's made out of, it's what's in it. It's what counts. See, I need that bottle to be filled with milk, not being empty. So the dishonor wasn't in the fact of what it was made of. That's where the, I mean, the honor wasn't what it was made of. The dishonor is that it's empty. And when things are empty, if I can't get out of there what I need, then it becomes dishonorable. It's no use to me. It goes in the garbage. I need something that's filled. We have to make sure that whatever the vessel is, it has to be filled. So whatever's in that vessel, that that vessel is made to pour into another vessel. Because sometimes vessels are coming, they come clean and they need to be filled with something. And as I fill this cup, that cup gets full. And when that cup becomes full, then I take that cup and I pour into another cup. And somehow God will pour more into this, quote unquote, half full vessel. So that just like David said, my cup runneth over. God doesn't want you to sit back and live a life full of a a running over cup. What he wants you to do is he's trying to give you overflow. He's trying to make you overflow, not for you to sit back and live this lavish life. It's for you to pour into another cup and pour into another cup and pour into another cup. Matthew twenty two thirty six 36 through 39 says this. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Why? Why? Why would you, let me just, I'll just put it this way. We say that we love God so much, but then how can we still have hate for anybody else? Amen. That's good. He said, you should love the Lord thy God with all your heart, your mind, and your strength. And he said that the way you love on God is the same way that you should love on your neighbor. Amen. So when you dishonor your neighbor, you're dishonoring God. You don't want to hear that, right? Thank you. To love on one another is to love God. You show love by giving honor to your neighbor. So with love and honor go hand in hand, then hate and dishonor are partners also. You guys guys don't like that, huh? Because what's happening in this world today is this word hate. We're all using hate all the time. And we're talking about other people are hating other people, but we don't realize that we are guilty of the same hate that we other people are. We're sitting there talking about a, a vessel that is supposed to be half empty, but at the same time, we're half empty, too. Listen, saints, I just want to be honest about something. And I just want to be vocal about something. I, 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 and, I, and this is a side note. This is just a side note. God has given us a principle in the Bible. Just follow with me real quick. God's given us a principle called the tithe. It's 10%. You guys know about that? We're not talking about, trust me, let go of your wallets and your purses. We're not talking about giving anything right now. I just need you to understand this principle. And I'm going to explain this to you. Tithing. Tithing, 10%, 10%. So you get 10%. So God requires 10%. I am the Lord, your God. I will never change. He wants 10%. You rob God of your tithes and offerings. You know the whole thing. I can talk about Malachi, but we're going to talk about that. But watch this. Please, watch where I'm going with this. God requires 10%. But listen, why do so many people don't tithe? Why people don't tithe? Because they're too too busy looking at the 10% and not realizing that they got 90% after that. Catch me with this, okay? I'm throwing it to you. I'm about to hit you with a blessing. Listen to this. Why most people don't tithe is because we're so busy looking at the 10%, and we're not grateful for the 90%. Are you catching this? It's a principle, because God understands that. God said, I just require 10%, and the 90%, do what you please. God says, not only that, I only require ten percent. You'll get the ninety, but I'm going to bless that ninety. He said, "I'm going to rebuke the devourer for your sake." I will. will," He said, "See that I won't open up the window of heaven and pour out a a, a blessing that you're not able to receive." We see that. Why? Why am I saying all that? Because we're so busy looking at the ten percent that we forget about the ninety percent. We don't appreciate. Somebody say appreciate. Appreciate. We don't appreciate the ninety percent. But we hate the 10%. Why am I saying that? Listen to me as I say this. Please listen to me when I say this. We are at a point in this country, we are so busy looking at people and things and police officers and saying this, police officers are bad. We're looking at the 10% of the bad things that they do instead of giving God praise and glory and honor for them for the things that they do do. You don't have to clap, but think about it. It's a principle. It's in our sin nature. We're so busy looking at the ten percent that we forgot to give God the glory and the honor for the ninety percent. And I'm being generous when I say ten percent. But you have you have a big if you have a big barrel of apples. You know the whole thing? One bad apple spoils a whole bunch. No, just take the one bad apple out. Amen. You guys with me. There are. Can I just be honest? There's some very terrible preachers. Terrible. But there are more God fearing word preaching. God-loving, loving people, preachers, than there are bad ones. So you know what I do? I choose not to focus on the bad, and I'm going to focus on the good. And I'm going to give honor to where honor is due. Okay, I got off my soapbox. I'm going to get my soapbox. So God gives us this principle in 1 John four twenty. says this. If somebody says, I love God, I love God and hates his brother. He is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Woo. Woo. My God, how can we have hate for any of God's children? If you have hate in your heart towards anybody else, then guess what? You hate God. You cannot say that I love God and you ain't never seen God, but you say you love him. You're doing everything for God, but you turn around and the brothers that's on your left and on your right that you, you see. And he says, I can't I can't love you, but I can love on an unseen God, but I can't love on you who I can see and touch. God said you are a liar and the truth isn't in you. We love and honor God by honoring and loving God's people. How do I show God how much I love him? I love God by loving his people. I love God by loving his people. Don't get me wrong. There are some people there are some people that aren't as easy to love as others. Can I, can I, Yes, amen, amen. But this is where we get in trouble. Honor isn't something that's said. Honor is something that's done. Whoo! Honor isn't something that's said. It's something that's done. Talking about honor is not good enough. My wife, if you guys haven't seen the video. Thank you, Ivy. My wife knows I honor her. I sacrifice for her. I listen to her. I meet her needs. You should be saying amen each time, honey. Yes. Don't make me out a lie, okay? <laughs> I honor my wife by making her, making her feel important. I honor my wife by making, her, uh, making sure that she knows I need her and I can't do without her. I honor my wife by doing what's right when she's not looking. I'm just looking at some of the the Come on. I'm looking at look, some of the some of the um, husbands out here. <laughs> I, I'm do I'm doing what's right when they ain't looking. <laughs> Listen you guys, my honor isn't just by saying something, it's yeah. by doing something. Yeah. Some, sometimes this just don't get me wrong. I show God that I love him by loving his people, but it doesn't mean and it doesn't make me exempt. From telling him. I still show him, but I should also do it. If if you guys it goes hand in hand, so I give God glory from my mouth, but I also give God glory from what I do. Are you are you catching this? Because some people do it the other way around. So I, I, I what we do is we talk about it but we ain't being about it. You guys with me? So so sometimes I like my wife, my wife will sit down. I know my husband loves me by what he does for me, but that doesn't exempt me from telling her that I love her and that I honor her. So I will tell God that I love him, but I will also show God that I love him. I will honor God huh? I will honor him by telling him, but I will honor him by doing what he wants me to do. And that's love my neighbor as I love myself. Yeah. Yeah. This is the type of honor that we should show one another. It's easy for me to sit down and show how much I honor and love my wife. But how easy is it or how hard is it for us to love and honor our neighbor? How hard is it for us to love and honor Somebody that we don't really know. This is what we do. This is what we need to do. We need to listen to each other. You guys hear me? We need to learn to listen. Listen. It's what you tell your kids. I tell Mariah all the time, my granddaughter. Listen. We also need to make sure that we need to meet each other's needs. The other thing is we need to make sure that we make each other feel important. It's nice when somebody's being nice to you. Matter of fact, that's what my mother-in-law used to say. It's just nice to be nice. It's just nice to be nice. So when we're nice to people, we're honoring them. It's nice. When your head is in it, you'll say it. But when your heart's in it, you'll do it. You guys get that? So many many times we sit back and we talk about, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. But guess what? Your heart was never in it. But when your heart's there, you'll make sure it gets done. You're not going to forget about people. You're not going to forget about other things because your heart's there. See, Jesus had a major problem with honor. Watch this. Matthew 15 and 8, it says this. This people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So we think about that because Jesus is like, look, you're saying you love me. You tell me that you love me. I hear it with your mouth, but your heart isn't where I'm at. And if you can't love on your brothers and honor your brothers and your sisters, then guess what? You can't honor me. Mm. These were the people that said the things to gain favor with Jesus. But they weren't committed to honoring by doing what he says. In Luke 18, there's a story about a man that honored with his head, but not with his heart. He came to Jesus and boasted that he did all the commandments. You guys remember the, the rich young ruler, rich young ruler, you know, album coming out. I think he's got a a feature with Zay. Anyway, um, he came to Jesus, and he boasted, and he said, I I, I kept the commandments. When Jesus said, okay, yeah, go sell all your possessions. Give to the poor. He says, then you can follow me. You know what he said? He didn't say anything. The Bible said that he walked away. Sad. Sad. You ever see somebody that's sad? And I'm not talking about sad because they, their feelings are hurt. You just see people that are sorry. You see people walking around, walking around, sorry. Because they're so busy wanting to honor themselves. They want to honor themselves with things and possessions and honor themselves with, with, uh, with um Significance. But Jesus said, I need you to get rid of all those things and follow me. See, he was quick to honor with his mouth, but because it wasn't in his heart, he was unwilling to go the extra mile to honor God's commandment. This is why true honor is found in the heart and not in your head. Amen. Now, as I bring this to a close, wherever your heart is, your treasure will also be. Whatever is in your heart is going to get done. This week, if you guys didn't know already, we honored our heroes here at Susun City, the members of the Building Christian Fellowship have shown honor to our police department and our dispatchers here of, once again, Susan City. We didn't just send them cards, which would be nice. We didn't just do a shout out and be like, hey, thanks for what you're doing. But we went the extra mile, all of us. We did it by listening to their stories. We met with their needs by feeding them some lacabana. Yes, come on, somebody. We met their needs by giving them some coffee because coffee is good. It's Jesus juice. Yes. We also made them feel important. We were able to sit down and go to the police station and talk. Look, you would think just going out and telling somebody, just looking at them going, hey, thank you for what you're doing. You would be like, yeah, okay, that's what I get paid to do. They really appreciate that. They appreciate you just sitting for you just going and sitting down and say, hey man, thanks for what you're doing. I appreciate uh, your hard work, your dedication, and your sacrifice for the city. Thank you so much. All of a sudden, all the all these police officers want to come out. They just wanted, to, it's like they were just starving for attention and not bad attention. Yes, they wanted to be recognized. I'm sorry, and don't get me wrong, but there, there's times that You know, there's stuff that you do. It's like even parents. Your sacrifice is never, you know. Sometimes they say thank you, but you sometimes you feel like it's a thankless job. But you know, when your child turns and looks at you, and they go, "Mom, I love you. Thank you." Our dad, thanks. My kids are good at that. I don't know why they'd be like, "Dad, thanks for dinner." It's like I'm supposed to feed you. Honestly, they just, they want to give you recognition for your hard work, and that's what we need to do for our police officers, and that's what we did all week. But before we leave today, you may be here and wondering, what makes a person honor other people? I'm glad you asked. We have realized that God honored us with so much more, and he showed his love to us by sending his son, Jesus Christ, into our hearts and in our lives. Not for God's benefit. He didn't just send Jesus out here for his benefit. He sent Jesus for our benefit. He saw a bunch of empty vessels. That were trying to find, you, you know, uh, I can't take a glass and go outside and put dirt in it because that glass is not what it was really made for. God said, I've made these houses, these vessels of clay, and I want to pour something in these vessels. And listen, Even though they were used for using dirt and ash and soot and things that they weren't made, God said, I want to put something in them that's valuable. But first, I got to clean this cup. You all to catch it. First, I got to clean this cup with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And then once it's clean, I'm going to fill that cup up with living water and the Spirit of God that with dwells within you. And once that happens, you're full. And then when you're full, then out of your bosom, out of this cup, shall flow rivers of living water. Why? Because God is the vessel that pours into our vessel. The cup overflows that gives honor to those that are around us, and we will begin to start pouring out it's called discipleship, if y'all don't know it. So I start pouring some of that back into them. And because God honored us and gave us the honor of housing His spirit in us, don't you think that we should turn around and do the same to somebody else? Come on, you guys. We honor others because we have the love of God in our hearts. If you want this same love in your heart, we would love to pray with you guys. We would love to start you in a real relevant relationship with Jesus Christ. We want you guys to to know God the same way that we do. We want you to be filled with the spirit of God. We want you to be filled with the living water. We want you to be cleansed by the blood of the lamb. That's what we want so that we can have that same honor and turn around and give that same honor back. Amen? Amen. 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 You guys give God a praise. So we talked about honor today. What is honor? What is it all about? Honor. We have here today with us, some people that are members, and if you would, whether you're uh, in law enforcement, retired from law enforcement, just those individuals, if you can, please, could you stand to your feet for me? Our law enforcement here. Here we go, Darren. Amen. David. I, 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 no, we also got to stand up. You got to stand up, Darren. Stand up, stand up. The reason why I'm doing that is because there's something I said earlier. It's very important to us. Very important. First of all, we want to say thank you for your sacrifice. But also, I'd like your family members to stand up with our officers. So could you stand up? I know you're on. I know you're on, I, but I need I need you to get over there with your with your family, Carlos. This is what we have for you today. We have a gift, and if we, the ushers will come and and present the flowers to the uh, family members, we have a nuptse right over here. Yeah, the Ruiz ladies, Sister Carmel, Nicole. You. I didn't know that. Amen. And what, I'm, what I would like to do today, and for all of our, our, our audience on virtually, I don't know what the word is, online. I'm old, y'all. I'm old. What I'd like to do is, I'd like to pray for the families, if that's okay. You guys you guys, okay with that? If you guys could stretch your hands towards these lives and and just pray with me as we do this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you and we ask you right now to protect these men and women who are putting their lives on the line every day. As they place their lives on the line with each call, I ask that you will go with them every day in their duties to help them to not be caught off guard and to trust in you and to keep them safe from hurt, harm, and danger. We pray that no weapon formed against them shall prosper and whether powers or principalities uh, will come against them, they shall not prosper either. We pray that the word, uh, that any word that rises up against them, Lord, that you shall condemn in Jesus name. Lord, you establish all authorities and all powers in the, in, in the law enforcement and are, they are an extension of your sovereignty and authority over mankind. So help them and help us honor them help them in their duties lord as life and death decisions are made in a split second help them make wise decisions while carrying out their performances of their duties we ask you great for great wisdom in doing what is best for everyone while also protecting their own lives not just those that are our, our local citizens but their their families lives and lord i pray you would give these officers strength and courage in the fields of battle that they may encounter. May their mission to protect and serve always be for an honorable just causes for which they are called. Please guide our leaders to act with wisdom and compassion and those who work with um, them in law enforcement. Lord, we thank you right now that we shall give them the honor that they need to keep going, Lord, that, that this honor... and and appreciation that we are able to give to them. Let that build them up, Lord. Let that strengthen them right now. And Lord, we thank you. And we pray specifically for the families, for the husbands, for the wives, for the boyfriends, for the girlfriends, for the parents and the children of our officers. We thank you, Lord, for their sacrifice. We thank you, Lord, for allowing their loved ones to protect our communities. We pray that you give them peace of mind while their officers are out on mission. We pray right now that the pressures and hardships of law enforcement will not divide their relationships in Jesus' name. I pray for supernatural wisdom and understanding for the families to deal with the results of officers' calls. Lord, I pray for healing of mind. I pray and come against PTSD. I come against anxiety. I come against depression. I come against isolation. God, I thank you right now and I pray for those that have that are no longer um, with us, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for their sacrifice. I thank you for those that have um retired. I thank you for allowing them to, to, to still be at home and that all their their um Lord, I thank you right now that everything that has happened in their minds, Lord, that's happened in their lives, everything that, that has tried to affect them mentally and emotionally, Lord, I just come against that right now. I thank you, Lord, that their mind will be stayed upon you. I thank you, Lord, that, you, that they will be anxious for nothing but a given unto uh, prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you that the peace that surpasses all understanding shall encompass them in Jesus' name. Lord, we love you and we thank you for all that they've done. We thank you for their sacrifices. And once again, we thank you for the families. I thank you that you will be with them and that you will give them that peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, we love you. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise God. So listen, you guys, just to let you guys know as you guys leave out, we are not trying to be stereotypical, but we are giving out donuts for the police <laughs> house. We got donuts today. I'm just saying. It's for everybody, okay? We have, we have the donuts. And um, please join us right after service with the Melvins um, you, online, if you're online. If you guys are not here at the church, please join us online with the Melvins You got all the information right there. You can see it on the screen. Um, And if this is your first time here, please just don't leave. As you guys go right out the front, we have the Welcome Center, and you can see Ray Charles there to let you know. know, Just let us know how we're doing and how we did here. Amen? Please don't forget to be a vessel of honor, not just this week, but for the rest of our lives. Make sure that you're giving honor to where honors do. Amen? Amen. Amen. Is that it? All right, you guys. You guys go with God. God bless you. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Annex Podcast. But we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.